This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for January 24th, 2011, Episode 8, Single White Podcast. Welcome to the eighth episode of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. Today I'm joined by Sound Defense. Hello. And we have our third guest, fourth guest. Does Anime Cow count? <laughs> uh, technically, I guess. Uh, third and a half guest. <laughs> uh, Jeff Webster from uh, Single White Infidel. Hey, what's Hi. up? How's it going? Would you like to... Uh, give a response to the allegations that your band name is named after the country song single white female um it's actually named after the movie single white female okay no no actually i got the name um basically it was me and a bunch of friends from the internet we're we're sitting around trying to come up with really weird uh craigslist personals ads (laughs) and we were like into like the situational you know fetish porn i guess and it's like okay so you got like the see i don't know this is going to make it to the podcast but you have like the, the <laughs> i can edit it it's fine okay uh but yeah it was basically just like uh us coming up with perverse craigslist personals ads and it was you know single white infidel looking for tan skinned <laughs> you know it was well it was done. just it was just very i really uh i really appreciate the amount of class that you're bringing to the podcast right now <laughs> you're just asking the right questions man yeah i guess so <laughs> sorry about that i'm uh, doing a little bit of research on the uh single white infidel uh is that right in assuming that you were a one-man army that's correct um i've got one song that i've got a guest musician on but everything else is basically me so you and me have a lot in common in that guard i guess oh. so so going the trent reznor approach yeah going the the trent reznor approach except i don't hate bass guitar Oh, shoot. I love bass guitar. <laughs> you do have some pretty good bass guitar. Yeah, it's like, at, at, it's my, it was my actually, I guess my first instrument was drums, but um, the first thing that really drew me to actually making up stuff and, and, and recording it was bass because uh, my brother, I had an older brother and he was kind of in sort of a band and uh, <clears throat> they didn't have a bassist or their bassist was just like not able to make it. And they were like, it's just the bass, you know, Jeff, come here. <laughs> play these notes and you know i was i was pretty much hooked since then nice so would you say the bass is your favorite instrument the bass is definitely my favorite instrument it's definitely you know the the instrument i take the most time to record and you know you'll you'll in a lot of my songs there's just a lot of bass fills so Mm -hmm. you know it's just i like the the idea you know in in guitar you know you got the chord and you have the rhythm rhythm section and then you have the solo which you know there's there's like inherent demands in a rock solo and you have to meet those and in bass right. you can just you can just groove along you got a lot of the the neat walks and hammer-ons you don't necessarily have to play the root notes all the time or stay even <laughs> even stay in a scale if you don't want to yeah but yeah it's 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 just more fun to play bass to me yeah root notes is a real cheap way to throw, yeah. down, throw down a bass chart yeah um so got a little bit on your uh, musical history what uh, what got you into rock band what got me into rock band okay so 
uh I was living in a in a house near the campus of University of Cincinnati where I went to college and um one of my roommates had Guitar Hero 2 and uh he had just downloaded the uh, My Chemical Romance downloadable content for that the the song Dead and right. um it it was it was awesome cuz I was like all the way across the house and all I could hear was like little bits of the song between like from the guitar and then like that sounds about like a college experience yeah yeah and and then at the end like he had this habit i I guess he really likes the song or whatever but he would like jump up in the air and like land on like our hardwood floor it would shake everything in the house and he would go dead like because at the end of the song where they shout dead that like and it ends the song he would go dead and i'm like wow you know what (laughs) If that was like a room full of people and they were all playing different instruments, that might actually be a pretty fun game. <laughs> and then it happened. So <laughs> So you're saying that harmonics stole your idea. Harmonics stole my idea. I bet they were working on it before I thought of it. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was basically uh, you know, it was something like I was I played guitar here too occasionally, you know, if I was bored, I would just go out there and we'd play we play head to head or I'd play bass or I'd play guitar, the other person would play bass, or we'd both play guitar. And yeah. I was it, it, it was okay. You know, I was like, this is, this is fine, I guess. And, and then rock band came out and I, the first rock band came out and I loved the set list and mm-hmm. I love the idea of getting everybody together and, and, you know, having a, having a party around it. And this, this all happened while I was in college. So naturally there's, you know, a lot of, a lot people of partying. Around. Yeah. A lot of people around. I, I was in a house when rock band came out, I was in a house with four other guys. And, um, so basically, you know, it was I got next on this instrument, but it was basically we could we could all get together and we could just like we would waste entire nights playing rock band. It was it was crazy. I, we had an entire night where we were trying to pass green grass and high tides. <laughs> nice. Wow. Uh, yeah. Did you ever do it? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I, we, we, oh. The thing is, we 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 had a uh, we were trying to do it on expert because like anything else is a cop out. Right. And I got stuck of on course. I got stuck on guitar, and I'm not even that good at like plastic guitar. So I'm, 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 I'm sitting here trying to do the, that, uh, that zigzag of doom, I guess they called it. Right. Yeah. It's just like, that's a, where I failed it when I played it too. It's like a nine, mm-hmm. nine minute, just zigzag of, <laughs> yeah, it's not fair, but yeah, we would always get to that part and you know, then someone would have to save me and, and, and back then, you know, now you can use, you can use overdrive during clap sections and on the right. vocals, but, but back then you couldn't and everybody would be out of star power or, or overdrive and it, yeah, it was, <laughs> It was, an it, was a, it was like an entire night and we were all getting like really really mad at each other because like the drummer was getting really <laughs> tired and the bassist was getting like because that bass that bass chart is really like constant it's busy it's it's hand crampy is what yeah. it is so we were all getting like mad at each other and like we couldn't we couldn't pass green grass and high tides and we finally just gave up and then i haven't played the song since <laughs> just out of spite just out of spite i don't know it's just, I, I was never really like that fond of the song in the first place it was just like it was like the song because it was forever long and it was really hard and yeah it's rock band one's free bird basically yeah pretty much it was rock band one's free bird um okay. after uh after you got in a rock band what got you into creators i don't even know how i heard of it i think i was just like reading up on Maybe it was like a news announcement on on rbdlc.com or something. I don't know. I read about it somewhere and I I hadn't heard of it. It was like a complete luck thing that I even heard of it. And I was like, "Hey, that sounds like a good idea. I'm bored a lot. I probably have all kinds of time for that." So, you know, 
sixty dollars for Reaper and a hundred dollars for the uh, XNA membership. XNA. Later, I I hop on a, about a few months after everybody had already gotten the uh, head start on me, and yeah, it was it was history from there. Yeah, um, as a as a probably I'd say as a musician first, I feel like yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, definitely a musician. We've had on the podcast right now are kind of coming from the rock band end first. Uh, but for, as a musician first, what was the hardest thing to get sort of get into creators and start off? Uh, start off, the 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 big uh, block to entry for me was, I guess, as an actual musician. I don't know if this is true for you. A lot of the things that people find awkward to play in video game guitar are like really natural for me because it's natural movement along the neck if you're playing on a real guitar. But if you're if you're holding the guitar like you like you've played you started out on guitar hero where you know it's maximizing the amount of buttons you can push in the smallest amount of time like i know a lot of people thought that you know hammer on chords were really awkward for a while and it it was basically just a learning curve trying to figure out what was fun to play for everyone else and not just me right that's a good uh that's a good way to put it actually Mm -hmm. i know some people still have a bit of trouble with that from time to time (laughs) yeah uh and even from a perspective of like force drums and force hammer-ons i mean oh yeah definitely you strum so much more on a real guitar than you ever would on a yeah guitar hero chart definitely uh so now they're into the process what's your uh favorite and least favorite part of the creator's process oh my favorite part is uh it's definitely you know looking out there and you're not even you're not even really looking for it in particular, but you you go out there and you're going to do some playtesting and you just see a song where you're like, "Holy crap! I can't believe that's even in rock band." Like Fake Problems, they're awesome and and they've 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 got songs out there and and uh, I just recently saw uh, Wilhelm Scream and I was like freaking out about that because Skid Rock is a really good song, mm-hmm. um, and and that you know getting it's it's the anticipation and and being excited about the community. Uh, getting something like this done because I, I have my opinions on the music industry and you know I, I think it needs to needs to go through a lot of changes in order to to stick around right i think rock band network is fairly indicative of those changes that need to be made you know you got you got what what a lot of people miss and you know it, it's going to be weird because i'm kind of a rock guy and i'm going to be referencing hip-hop here but i think what a lot of people miss uh from the from the hip-hop culture is there's a lot of cross promotion and there's a lot of community there mm-hmm. and and i think that's what keeps hip-hop on top because you keep getting fresh artists because they're they're looking out for you know each other how many rap songs do you find where there's like six people featured on it right you know and how Definitely. many rock how many rock songs do you find with that especially like uh you see you'll see like maybe two or three really big artists and then one artist is kind of just getting into it yeah definitely and then the next year they they're like top five on the billboard charts yeah exactly and it's it's all it's all about the the cross promotion and 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 music as a community and and music is not not as competing artists but artists working together and i think the whole i mean not everybody and creators clubs and artists obviously right but you have Mm -hmm. artists artists helping out artists and artists contributing to each other's art and i think that's what really you know it's a really cool thing to to take part in something where bands that you like and bands that you 
I guess I guess partially idolize or, or you know something that mm-hmm. without the Rock Band Network Creators Club or anything like that, you you'd probably would have like zero input on anything to do with that band. You'd you'd go see their shows and you'd mosh around a little and you know raise your fist and chant along with the vocals. But maybe maybe queue up to meet them or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you'd never you never really felt like you were part of the music community. You know, me as an artist, there's there's that there's that i guess the literal barricade between the fans and the stage and then there's like the figurative barricade where you know they're the ones on stage and you're the fan that you're the consumer of of their art now Mm -hmm. it's like you're sharing in the art making process if i don't sound pretentious enough yet i'm sorry (laughs) it's fine is that sort of uh uh hearing you talk about it sort of uh clicks in my head to the uh history of execution and the the sort of deal you had with blue fusion for that oh yeah definitely that was that was that was a really, really cool thing that that came out of that. Uh, it was it was part of the uh, the RBN Mega Mix. You know, everybody mm-hmm. had a lot of input on that, and it was a huge collaboration. And it was it was awesome. Basically, it was it was an awesome. If you don't have it, you need to have it. Yes, it's like a, it's a free ten minute song, and it's <laughs> yes. It, at the bare minimum, if you're a drummer, it's worth it. Yeah, you know. I'd so say if you're anything, it's worth it. Personally, if you're if you're anything, it's worth it. If you're if you're a drummer, it's really worth it. It's really fun on drums. There's <laughs> there's true. really there's there aren't very many dull moments in that in that entire ten minute epic for drums. There really aren't. I wanted I wanted to pick that one up, but then it got pulled from the store, and then I never heard when it went back into the store, and then it just sort of drifted out of my mind, which is kind of unfortunate. It's back up now, I'm pretty certain. Yeah, it's back out now. All yeah. right, well then I'll get it. I uh, it was a I bit played of a quiet relaunch, but it is back up. Yeah, I, I played through it and then I failed on inheritance. <laughs> nice on drums. I was so upset. <laughs> rock Band Three's so, fail because it's in Rock Band Three, and I can't yeah, pass it in Rock Band Three. It fails really quick on that. Yeah. So what's your least favorite though? Oh, playtest trades. I can't. I, <laughs> I'd need more than two hands to count on fingers how many times I've been screwed in playtest trades. Ugh. Yeah, it it was it was to the point where I actually got frustrated and said, "Listen, I'm not going to be solicited for playtest trades anymore. I'm going to be the solicitor because I trust myself to follow through on my own playtest trades." If you know, just it, people I, not like coming through. And people, the end. yeah, I mean, people would be, I, you know, in the uh, newer incarnations of the playtest trades, you'd post alternates, and there'd be people who would do the alternate before they before the primary one was even up or anything, right. and. And it was really. I actually did that. I actually did that once on accident, and I felt really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was just, you know, if even not even in the playtest trade threads, but I remember there were there were a few. uh, They weren't even authoring companies. They were just like individuals that just did Mm -hmm. the one song, and they would say, "Okay, well, if you know, if you if you playtest this song, I'll playtest blah 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 for you." And they know it's just stuff like that where I'm like, I'm signing up for it because. You know, I want to help out those those one off guys like I am, like the the independent workers, so to speak, the right. the musicians slash slash creators, and mm-hmm. uh, I would never get anything in return. So I just got it, I just got frustrated and was like, "Screw it! I'm gonna I'll I'll ask for the trades, but I'm not gonna do this anymore." It was that that's definitely my least favorite part. Yeah, that's definitely an unfortunate uh, side effect after after mm-hmm. all the other stuff. Um, on a bit of a more high note, uh. Hopefully. Uh, what yeah. are your thoughts on uh, Rock Band 3? I'm sorry, what was that? What are your overall thoughts on Rock Band 3? Oh, I first off, I think the entire feel of the game is, in terms of the, the, uh, the style 
the all the uh mm-hmm. the opening sequence all the way to you know when you've when you've finished a song and there's the there's the individual you know percentages and the uh the individual scoring which is right. really cool that the, they they slickened it up they definitely mm-hmm. they definitely made it slick uh except for maybe playtest cre- or not playtest creation playlist <laughs> creation uh besides maybe playlist creation they really just slickened up the whole interface and made it you know a more seamless a more seamless journey from mm-hmm. opening menu to you know now you're rocking out right it's it's seamless and i think it's also consistent yo very yeah that's that's true Which is it's very much consistent. appreciated and and really i i like rock band 3 i know a lot of people uh were like shouting a lot of things about it but <laughs> me as a as a more casual you know player i i don't really find fault in any of these i have yet for it to crash on me for one it hasn't well now the patch is out so it, won't. Okay, it probably won't ever so i'd never had that negative experience but yeah rock band 3 i i thought you know i'm very very happy with it i i bought a thing of pro drums i'm gonna have to do the uh the coin mod or whatever it is on it because <laughs> i've got a i've got a double hit on my on my yellow symbol which is unfortunate oh yeah right. um i mentioned this in a previous podcast but call up mad cats and say you have that problem and they will let you do that without voiding your warranty it's pretty sweet sweet all right i'll have to i'll have to remember to do that because you know oh, nothing more place your symbol yeah <laughs> or, or that you know whatever uh, that, there's nothing more frustrating than you know getting finally getting out and getting those pro drums out and then like you're playing before the song even starts and you hit the thing and you hear a and you're like yeah. oh, oh no <laughs> this is not yes. good the guy, <laughs> the guy that i am after working with the rock band one kit for so long i just fuddled with it until i could get it to work it's, it's like until i realized the spots where it was okay yeah <laughs> and then i just went from there yeah i mean in terms of scoring i really don't care that much about score but i was failing songs because because of it and i just got frustrated and took them off right but yeah, other than that, you know, keys. I've been playing keys a lot. Keys was really fun. Um, I I did a uh, I got I got a keys FC a pro keys FC on NXS. I need you tonight. So that was a huge achievement for me. First place. <laughs> first place. I don't, I don't even right. know if I was first place. I don't know. I was playing this. I was playing it the other day in a uh, uh, with a friend of mine, and I overhit or whatever, over keyed, whatever you want to say. Uh huh. And I got second place by one point. I don't understand. Oh, <laughs> I don't understand how I pulled that off. Oh man! <laughs> An overkey, like I don't. Whatever. It was really weird. <laughs> oh well. So, uh, sound defense. What's going on with the Wii? Uh, the Wii. Um, not much is going on with the Wii. If I know you want to put it that way. Uh, more specifically. Uh, Earlier today, the Wii received the very last Rock Band Network songs it's going to get. So conf- confirmation for Harmonix hating Nintendo, right? <laughs> uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's... This, is, this mean, has long been the theory running that Harmonix hates free money from Nintendo. Well, I mean, who wants to, you know, make games and music for such a kiddie console? I mean, seriously. Right, I mean, look <laughs> at it. It's so small and childish, like, come on. I mean, come on, you got, like, the Spongebob songs and, like, the iCarly song. And right, then, I mean, what else do you need? I mean, yeah, and then, then you got, like, a couple Disturbed songs you gotta throw in there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Linkin Park pack just came out. Lincoln, I know, right? Good timing, Harmonix. Yeah, I mean, come on. Why would they need Rockman Network stuff? Anyway. You, got all the, you got all the prepubescent kids who are playing Wii and can match Chester Bennington's, like, high, super screechy voice. <laughs> it's true. Uh, anyway, uh, the true story is, I guess, apparently... 
of Rockman Network DLC on the Wii was not a very good venture for Harmonix. <laughs> no, I, I can sort of see that. I mean, like, if you look at the Rock Band Network as a whole, a lot of the music sort of caters to a, a particular audience, mainly the more hardcore Rock Band players, as evidenced by all the metal, and that's sort of not the kind of people who pick up a Wii or a Rock Band for the Wii. Potentially. And I think, I mean, I wonder, I'm wondering if uh, Nintendo's just sort of like archaic uh, online structure has something to do with it. Um, although per- I imagine so. Although personally, I did like all of the... Uh, the blame game that was going on. It was like, <laughs> whose fault is it? Is Harmonix's fault? Is it Nintendo's fault? But yet, no yes. one, no one wanted to say the truth. The most likely scenario, whereas there just wasn't a market for it. Yeah, well, it, yeah. it was the Wii owner's fault. Yes, I, it's the Wii owner's fault. Ultimately, I, I also think uh, difference in consoles and the uh, difference in you probably they probably had to like re-encode all the stuff because doesn't I mean Xbox and PS3 they both do HD audio and the Wii I don't think does HD audio do they? That's no, probably a good I, point. Yeah, I believe there's some a little bit of extra converting by audio that needs to get done in order to put a song on the Wii. Right. And but even probably a bunch of extra overhead, and they probably just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, and I, imag- I would imagine that the Rockman Network install base on Wii is not, uh, not as strong as the one on the PS3 and the 360. I would agree. Well, I think uh, I, I think a lot Goron of Goron Head is going to be unhappy. Yeah, <laughs> someone's going to be upset. I think, upset. I think a lot of that probably has something to do with, you know, if you're if you own a Wii, you're you're a very casual gamer, and and a lot of the things with DLC, you as uh more inside and more hardcore gamers, you, of course we're going to be up on DLC. People who have Wii, they have like Wii Fit, and they have they have Rock Band to play with their friends at parties. You know, unless they get blasted in the face with multicolored advertisements that the Rock Band network exists, and this song that they heard on the radio yesterday is going to come out on it, they probably don't care all that much. Yeah. DLC is a bit of a, a hardcore phenomenon in its own right, I think. Yeah. I think a little bit, yeah. They're, Harmonix sort of takes the DLC that would appeal to more people, and the RBN gets the more esoteric stuff. I mean, like, I, I just can't see a Wii owner getting excited because they can now play I Made a Game with Zombies in it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good point, especially when they can't play the game that the, <laughs> the song yes, is ex- from. Exactly. As an Xbox indie game, I guess PS3 owners can't play it either. Oh. Mm. Can P- PS3 owners play the song? Probably. I think it. I think it got pushed over. Anyway, <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, the other bit of news: we got a release date for Rockman Network 2.0. Woo! Uh, Woo! February 14th, 15th. Fifteenth, uh, I believe. All right, 14th is the day that they shut everything down. Yeah, for that's the what they call the, the Valentine's Day massacre. Just clever. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm psyched. Uh, tasteful we all psyched for rock band number 2.0 i'm psyched. psyched i like harmonies like a lot <laughs> That's a good so one. so yeah no, I'm, I'm with you on that one are you, are, you, are you with uh, me and sound defense that harmonies is going to be the hardest of the the new things to chart no not really i mean considering i'm singing all of them in my songs then i kind of <laughs> i, I kind of know what point. i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> wait what did i sing here <laughs> it's like oh man that was it's not like i'm like yeah this is definitely an f sharp and i hit it dead on every time <laughs> yeah. but you know that's i'm just that bad yeah that's basically it i'm actually yeah. spoiler alert i'm using autotune <laughs> just kidding hey. that's not that's not real
Welcome back from that break. Uh, this week we have a bunch of stuff coming out, so uh, just go through that. Also, my song, uh, Autumns of Optimism, is through, and it should be out soonish, if not already. So go pick that up. 80 points. Frog Rock. It's fun. 80 points? That's a bargain. <laughs> yes. Actually, it was supposed to be 240, but it glitched. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, songs we have coming out this week. Uh, Shane Stokes by Chelsea Green. Living Right by Double Shot, We Are Kings by Crush Luther, Something Face by Sun Domingo, which we talked about on an earlier podcast and I'm not going to look up right now. Well, it was somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Uh, it's listed in the notes. Uh, Control by Bulletproof Messenger, and It's Complicated by A Day to Remember. Um, we're going to start with a single white infidel song, so what do you got first, Jeff? Uh, my first song is uh, An Exercise in Futility by Single White Infidel. <laughs> An Exercise in Futility by Single White Infidel. Pretty cool song. Ooh, yeah. Right sound offense? Thanks. Yeah, I think so. It's like got that sort of raw rock sound to it. I mentioned while we were listening that it reminds me of New Bomb Turks, if anyone's heard of them. I have yeah, not. I am uncultured. I gotta go check those guys out then. Yeah, it's pretty stuff. <laughs> They're ripping off your sound, man. I know, right? What's up? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, uh, I love the bass in it. I really do. It's, yeah, it's uh yeah like we i was talking about before bass is kind of my my pet instrument mm-hmm. i think it really shines on this uh it's just got such a good i don't know what you want to call it like a <laughs> lead whatever you want to call it yeah uh it's it's nif it's nifty <laughs> i don't know if that's a good word to use i think it's poor yeah it's it's uh catchy it's sort of like it's sort of like it feels like a core part of the song as opposed to like an auxiliary thing yeah, where sort of like a guitar might drive the, uh, where, where a guitar usually will drive the song forward, I think the bass really does in that song. Yeah, it's well, pretty yeah. cool. Thanks. <laughs> no problem. Uh, <laughs> is there any, like, you know, now that we actually have an artist here who has done the song, is there any, like, crazy influences or anything from that song? Um, well, I kind of wanted to do one with that beat. You know, the, the kind of 12, it's 12-4 uh, timing. It's the same time signature as Walk by Pantera and like a bunch of oh, other wow. songs. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to do something with that beat. And then I was like, okay, so I got this beat. You know, it would sound really cool over this. It's pretty sweet bass line. So I, it, kind of, it kind of went from the ground up. It was like, okay, so this is definitely the beat. And, you know, I've got like a, a sort of like a rocking swing beat sort of deal. And now I got a, a walking bass line over top of it. And it's kind of, it kind of, came up from the ground from that and it's a, actually a funny thing this was actually an exercise in futility was actually supposed to be part of like this big grand rock opera that i was writing like a concept album right uh but i'm pretty lazy so <laughs> i i didn't want to finish the concept album but i really liked what i had with this song so i i changed around some lyrics and uh made it sounds made a lot it, like uh that sounds like a lot like my experience <laughs> yeah just change around some lyrics and hey it, it stands by its own sort of yeah. outside of it you know, I didn't. Want, I didn't want to leave it in place because then people might misconstrue. And the problem with being, you know, punk rock is everyone's always trying to find something political in your lyrics. And I didn't want people right. to, you know, I, I, it's definitely a political song. 
don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I didn't want people to misconstrue the politics because they were written about a fictional government, you know? Right. So, uh, how was your song about George Bush go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would probably be a really fast, like sort of like a hoedown song because he's from Texas. It'd <laughs> be like sense. an alt, it'd be like an alt country hoedown, and it'd probably be, um, thank God there wasn't another four more years because I'm almost out of this case of beers. Nice. And that would that would. That'd be it. Yeah, that was straight up off the top of the dome, by the way. This is why uh, this is why we have you on, and uh, <laughs> why I don't talk about my music very often. <laughs> Master lyricist. Master Jeff, lyricist, uh, freestyle rapper. <laughs> I mean, or, I do uh, weddings. Yeah, I was gonna say you do birthday parties. Yeah. I do birthday parties and weddings. I'm an ord- I'm an ordained minister. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Not yet. I'm working on that one. Apparently, there's like a place out in California that'll like ordain you by email. I don't, I don't know. Oh yeah, there's a place no. out in California that'll do just about anything. Yeah, you can <laughs> totally get yourself ordained online. I used to know what the website was. I thought you were gonna say you used to be a minister. No, I, I, I was considering <laughs> being a minister, but I I couldn't, you know, actually do anything in my home state, so it wasn't worth like the two minutes trouble. Fair enough. Um, my song this week is "Living Right" by Double Shot. Well, I ain't been trying, but I found one anyway. Well, I'm living right, holding my sweet baby alive. That was a taste of Living Right by Double Shot. Uh, that's, sound effects. That's, that's song. That is about as old school as rock music gets, and it's yes. totally sweet. Oh, yeah, I love that song. I agree. It's like it's just an unabashed, you know, blues rock song. It's got that. It's got the bass and the guitar playing the same thing at parts. It's just, it's awesome. Just that nonstop sort of like, just yeah, just bluesy riffs and bluesy solos. It's all over the place. Very heavy infusion of blues rock, but it wor- it works really well for a rock band, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And underrepresented, I think, in a, a lot of the DLC and a lot of the Rock Band Networks. Oh, I, to- I totally agree with you there. Oh, um, yeah. Great uh, lyrical or vocal, whatever you want to call it, lead. <laughs> Why do I have no words today? Uh, the singer? Yeah, his uh, hook, the hook. Oh, yeah. The vocal hook when all the other instruments drop out. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yes. Absolutely. Perfect. Straight up like Stevie Ray Vaughan, you know, kind of oh by the way, I've got this <laughs> blues voice and I'm gonna show it off. Yeah, absolutely. Um and a rocking outro that you get to play all of because there's no big rock ending over it. Yes, that too. So drummers be uh, drummers, be careful. <laughs> yeah. FC your FC will get to get harmed yeah all of a sudden there will be toms everywhere <laughs> yes but uh it's really it's really good guitar song i think i think guitar is probably the best uh, yeah that instrument there that looked really fun and it looked like you know it, it would be almost like if you were playing it as a group uh you know in a band like i mentioned before you got those parts where the bass and the guitar are kind of playing the, the same riff for a couple seconds there i mean that's like yeah. the perfect part where you know you just they both of them have the necks up and they're like ah they're rocking out and they're playing the same thing and it, it's just it's something that 
you don't see in a lot of other genres of music. It's true. Yeah, it is. I guess in that sense, it is also like a full band song in that sense. Yeah. Uh, definitely worth looking at. Um, mm-hmm. Sound Defense, what do you got for me? Uh, my song for this week is by Bulletproof Messenger, and it's called Control. That was a sample of Control by the group Bulletproof Messenger. Uh, uh, Mr. Infidel, what uh, what do you think of that particular song? I like riff-based rock, and that was riff-based rock, you know? It's not... It, it's, it just chugs right in your face, and it 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 has the... It just rocks. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> the, the, everything just combines. You know, you have that... that sort of medium paced you know it's really like you can tell the drummers if he's playing live he's going to be just beating the heck out of those drums and yeah and you got you got the vocalist just i i noticed that the singer is actually very talented he's he's got he's got a pretty decent range yeah and, uh, I think you, you compared it to the the singer from incubus yeah yeah we were listening to it uh I, I definitely compared the the delivery at very least and and then I guess now that I've heard the full thing, the the delivery and the range of of the uh, singer from Incubus, I, the name is escaping me right now. But right, yeah, it, the the delivery is a lot like an Incubus delivery. Yeah, and I never piece that together. But then there was a there's a part where the instruments drop out, and it's right before like the second verse, I think. It's just the vocalist, and then the instruments come back in, and uh, it definitely like it was really obvious right there. Yeah, the, uh, the comparison. Point. I'd never noticed it before, but as soon as it's pointed out. Yeah, sort of like your what was the guy? Well, what was uh, Rob Thomas? <laughs> Rob Thomas, and, but who was the who was the band? Uh, Mason Douglas and Blue Monday. That's, yeah, <laughs> we'll have to send that to you, Jeff, if you haven't seen it. Oh man! <laughs> uh, but as for control, I mean, it is uh, like you said, uh, it's that rhythm rock, and you pointed out sort of like the the rhythmic breakdown section bit thingy. Yeah, that happens before verses and stuff uh, is also still a little bit melodic. It's different chords. It's not just you know, yeah. it's not just the E chord. A lot, yes, the open E, you know, or the open D if you're in drop D. A lot of bands cop out and put that in their breakdowns. No, I like breakdowns, but only when they've got some variety in them, and it's not just you know, our drummer's got a double bass pedal. Did you know that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> he, can, he can play it in things other than just sixteenths. Yeah, he can put some rests in there. <laughs> Isn't that awesome, guys? Yeah. So look for control. It's a really good song. Um, Jeff, where are you gonna take us out with? Uh, yeah, actually, I got the history of execution by Single White Infidel featuring Blue Fusion. Uh, that was The History of Execution by Single White Infidel featuring Blue Fusion. That song is nothing like the first one. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> is a little, not what a little I was more expecting. A in- little more intense. 
Yeah, it's much more, uh, it's much faster and more intense punk. Yeah. It's kind of the stuff that I would, like, that I gravitate towards more often. Well, yeah, good. Uh, what do you think, sound effects? Uh, I made the comparison while we were watching. Uh, I'm all I'm all about comparisons today. Uh, that that song is very much like a no effects song, just just with the intensity turned up. And yeah, a little more, little more screaming, a little less uh, the the, the uh, little less and, talking yeah. about whatever the random stuff no effects talks about is. <laughs> right, and you know, speaking of subject matter, that's that's kind of funny. I was talking earlier about how you know when you're punk, everybody just assumes. The politics about your songs. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is an interesting scenario where it, it seems at first glance like it's supposed to be a political song, but actually, uh, this is another one of those weird concept ideas I had. It's actually about an alien invasion, uh, alien robot invasion during the Dark Ages. Nice. So yeah, there's like zero politics involved in this song. It's it's uh, basically it's a fiction. All I know oh. is that you wrote a damn good chorus. <laughs> Thanks. I really can't get the chorus hook out of my head. Yeah, but that that song is an it's an endurance song. You really need to bring your A game to get past yeah, some of this. Like stuff. a lot of uh, like a lot of punk, uh, faster punk songs. Yeah, uh, and it just starts. <laughs> there's no there's no uh, ramp to this. This is just go. And, oh, and the, don't stop and, for five minutes. <laughs> yes. And then uh, the crate ending with the Big Rock ending and the longest post Big Rock ending I've ever seen. I, I, yeah, and I, and I know it was, it's got like a bass chord at the end just as a warning after the Big Rock ending. Uh, part the of the rules is, yeah, the, ba- the to bassist, there's just as a warning, there's a bass chord at the very end. It's the last thing in the song. There would be a better warning, but like they won't let us chart sustains after big rock ending. So there, yeah. this is a warning to bassist. There's a bass chord. It's blue orange. <laughs> yeah. So mark that down, bassist. Mark that out. down and and don't freak out. You can do it. I, we have that, faith in you. That that noise that, actually uh, that that bass chord at the end was just me, you know, being done with the song, and I was like so happy because the bass chart to that. If you I don't know if you were paying attention as we were watching the uh, the chart for it, it's uh constantly moving. I don't think I play the same note more than four times in a row, except for when I'm playing it really, really fast. It is. So, a, I was gonna say it is pretty intense, and you did mention that there's like that one part that you were really proud of. Yeah, uh, during the tapping part of the solo, uh, you know, I I got this. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier that it was featuring Blue Fusion. It actually features Trav, which is the guitarist from Blue Fusion, and he's a he's a really good guitarist. And you know, he's he's all up in my song. This is the first time I've ever let anybody else on my song, and I was like, wait a second. I'm being upstaged here. So so when the tapping part of the solo comes in, I kind of go crazy on the bass and it's it's a fun little, you know, alt strumming part if you like alt strumming. If you don't like alt strumming, it only lasts like 8 or 9 seconds, so don't worry about it. <laughs> and if you don't like alt strumming, you're going to have some other issues with the song anyway. So <laughs> But yeah, I felt like I had to just like put something like incredible in there like you know, really fast and, and shreddy since, you know, he was, he was doing his work, his shred work on, on top of the uh, solo. It definitely fits. And I think it, it sort of brings everything together in this like massive amount of like, all right, let's just go all at once. Yeah. Everyone, a game, go. Everyone go five minutes later. Hope, you know, hope you're all still in one piece. Yeah. Respectively. Let's rest arm, find ice pack. <laughs>
another episode of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. Uh, you can find us at rhythmauthors.com. You can follow us at Twitter at, at rhythmauthors and subscribe to us in iTunes. And make sure when you subscribe to leave a comment and rate the podcast because that's the best feedback for me. And if you're interested in the Rock Band Network, you can check out rockbandnetwork.com and that will eventually lead you to creators.rockband.com. Yep. Uh, if you're interested in seeing some of my stuff, you can uh, check out my YouTube videos at Sound Defense RB. You can hear my ramblings on Twitter with at the Sound Defense. And I also have various writings on Cracked.com, Nintendo Gal, and Gamer TV Network. And if you're looking for me, uh, you can find me at Mistaken on YouTube, at Mistaken on Twitter. And if you want to listen to my original music, you can find it at uh, mistaken.bandcamp.com. That's M-Y-S-T-A-K-I-N. And you can find uh, me, Single White Infidel, as Single White Infidel on the Rock Band Network store, Single White Infidel on Facebook, Single White Infidel on YouTube, and AOL keyword Single White Infidel. Continue to rock. Keep rocking. Yeah, that's basically it. I'm actually yeah. spoiler alert. I'm using auto tune. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey. That's not that's not real. What you know? Hey, maybe someone someone on this podcast may or may not have thought about using auto tune at one point. Why don't we just <laughs> auto tune the podcast? <laughs> that's a great idea. A terrible idea. <laughs> don't be giving <laughs> him ideas. You're a madman. That's a great idea. Wow. <laughs> oh. God. Yeah. Welcome I think I sort of agree on that. And welcome uh, that to Harmony's the Monsters podcast. <laughs> Episode f***ing <laughs> f***ing <laughs> nine. I'm going to have to censor that. Yeah, we can, we, you can't say that on the internet. What do you think? <laughs> We're a clean podcast, sir. I can't I'm believe sorry. you would say such a thing. I'm Absolutely. sorry about that. Although, maybe I can bleep it and then auto-tune the bleep. Maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you could. We could have a bleep. I mean, I knew you were, yeah, that was, that was my mistake. I was referencing something that was never going to make it to the actual distributed podcast. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, trust me. This is all, this is all live. We're going, <laughs> We're going live. Everyone's listening right now. <laughs> yeah. As much of this as I can keep, it's staying. All right.